Well, I'm really excited to see everyone here tonight. This is great. This is a nice full crew. Uh, really quickly, I just want to talk to everybody. Uh, before we get into the testimony time, we're going to talk a little bit about testimonies, but I'm going to open up really quickly if I can do this with a, a handheld. All right, I'm just going to open up to Psalms, and I just want to point something out here, and uh, then we'll have some fun and hear what God's done this past year. But starting in Psalm 94, I want you to listen how these Psalms start. You'll notice a pattern here. So Psalm 94, now we'll start with Psalm 95. Psalm 95, it says, Come, let us shout joyfully to the Lord. Sound triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Psalm 96, sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Psalm 97, it says, the Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Are you hearing a common theme here? Psalm 98, sing a new song to the Lord. Psalm 99, the Lord reigns. Psalm 100, let the whole earth shout triumphantly to God. Psalm 101, I will sing of faithful love and justice. I will sing praise to you, Lord. I will pay attention to the way of integrity. Moving on, Psalm 102, you guessed it. Lord, hear my prayer. Let my cry, this, this vocal cry, come before you. Psalm 104, my soul bless the Lord. And then the last one that I want to land on is Psalm 105. It says, give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Proclaim his deeds among the people. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell about all his wondrous works. Honor his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wondrous works he has done. And it goes on and on and on. But the common theme that I want to point out is everything is done with a voice. With a voice. There's, there's something powerful when we rejoice. There's something that's powerful that happens when, when we proclaim the good things that God has done. There's something powerful that happens when we announce to everything around us a testimony or a story or a praise report of what God has done in our life because we're letting the people around us know something. We're reminding ourselves something. We're reminding the devil something. We are making an announcement to everything around us how good our God is. We're making an announcement to say the very God that gave me breath, the very God that, that we heard Pastor Merle talk about, the very God that sent his son Jesus to die on the cross, that very God, that very God that I'm talking about, his word is true, his way is true. And when we share a testimony of something that God has done, something that's good, we're making that announcement to everyone around us. We're making that announcement to the enemy. We're making that announcement to anyone that would hear that. This is my God. This is how good he is. And he can do it again. You know, the Bible says that there's death in life and the power of the tongue. And I believe that because it's the Bible. There's some truth in it. But every time we speak forth, when we speak forth a praise report or a shout of thanksgiving, we are speaking life into the very atmosphere that's around us. So as we share in a couple minutes here, as people speak that life forth of the things that have happened in their lives, there's two things that are happening. 
for everyone else that are here listening, there are two things that are happening in that moment. One, it's a moment to celebrate. To celebrate for the person, to celebrate for the victory that the cross gained, to celebrate with each other of how awesome our God is. But the second thing that happens, not just celebration, but there's an invitation. Our testimonies bring celebration, but it also brings an invitation. An invitation for anyone else who hears that testimony to know God the same way that the person sharing the testimony knows God. You might hear somebody share a testimony about how, well, I'll just give you a personal testimony. Our daughter was healed of um, a skin, skin condition, molluscum, because we heard somebody say that they're going to be healed. We grabbed a hold of that word and we stood on that promise while our daughter was here in the nursery and preschool. She wasn't even in there. We said, we'll grab a hold of that. And so as I share that testimony of how God can heal molluscum or God can heal skin conditions, as you hear that, you're like, wow, that's amazing. But also know that if you have a skin condition, if you have a rash, God cares about you enough to heal that with you as well. And here's the thing. As we walk through this life knowing God, it's those little, little glimmers. It's those little glimpses. It's, it's those little things. It's the big things. It's, it's the miracles. It's, it's everything all together that we experience in our relationship with God that he does for one purpose. All of those things, the testimonies, the miracles, and everything, he does it for one purpose. And it's for everyone else to see how good he is is to show the world his glory so that everyone would know his glory. So as we celebrate tonight, and Pastor Bernie's going to come up, as we celebrate, it's God doing things to reveal his glory for people. And before um, Pastor Bernie lays the ground rules here, um, I just would like to say I feel it really heavy on my heart for this testimony, we may not even hear it, but I really feel like this is a sensitive one too, so hear it with a tender heart. Um, I really feel that God is saying that he is a God of life. He spoke life into this planet, and he's also the God who can speak life into a barren womb. So whoever that's for, I want you to grab a hold of that. Because God is a God who loves you enough to know exactly where you're at. And he can breathe life into anything that other people may have said is dead. Because he loves you. And we are going to hear a constant theme of his love tonight with the testimonies. Pastor Bernie. Tonight, like we said, this is one of the greatest services because you guys get to share what God has done in your life for the last, in the last year. So um, just we're going to alternate this side and that side. That's how it's going to work. And uh, I'll have this mic over here, and Ryan will have that mic. We're going to ask that you limit your testimony to two minutes. And if you go over two minutes, um, we're going to kind of inch over and nudge you or something. So please, no, um, no long sermons. Um, and also, if you can um, limit your testimonies to things that have happened in the last year, 
not not like going back 40 years, um, but like in the last year would be great because we would we're looking for current testimonies, also testimonies of what God has done. Some, sometimes a testimony um, involves something that was. Um, negative at first, but God turned it around for something good. That's a that's a testimony, or a, a healing is a testimony, or a restored relationship is a testimony. All those types of things. The fact if you got right with God this year, that's a great testimony. Um, those are the types of testimonies that we're looking for tonight. Ones that are going to lift up and encourage. Um, those of us that have come to, to be encouraged and those of us that have come to give thanks tonight. So something that you're thankful for that God did in your life in the last year. And uh, we're just going to have a line coming here and a line over there. So just first person, come on up. Let's go. Somebody come. The timer has started. Here comes someone. Yes. There we go. There we go. The first one's always the, the there we go, a brave soul. My name is Bob. Um, throughout much of the month of September, I had a, a mild discomfort, uh, nagging pain in my right shoulder. And then uh, the last Saturday in September, my wife and I were at Costco, and I loaded up an awkward size box, a lot heavier than I should have loaded it, and went to lift it from the cart onto the, the belt, and I felt something go in my, my shoulder. And I had to lo- take the box and put it in the car, and I tore my rotator cuff. I was in incredible pain and uh, headed to Chicago that week on a business trip. On top of that, my mother-in-law passed away that week, so we were in Illinois the whole week. I couldn't get to a doctor. We were praying, of course, for it, for healing, and uh, it's in tremendous pain. And Thursday night, we were in Peoria for my mother-in-law's funeral, and I was just pacing the hotel room in such great pain. And I said, Laura, we need to go to the hospital and get something stronger. I was taking a leave for it, but that just wasn't quite doing it. And again, we were praying for it. And uh, just spent the whole week in terrible, terrible pain. Couldn't, couldn't move hardly at all without experiencing pain. So we got back, uh, back here to Grand Rapids on uh, the first Saturday in October and came to church that Sunday. And um, I was very ginger with my arm. And Pastor Al prayed for me, a few other pastors and, and the deacons. Uh, Tom from the, the prayer room Monday nights prayed for me. And throughout that day on Sunday, I thought, hey, my shoulder is feeling a lot better. And sure enough, it was healed in Jesus' name, completely and totally. That's awesome. That's awesome. So if you have shoulder pain tonight, I want you to grab a hold of that because he can do it again. And uh, I just speak to those shoulders, be healed. Hi, I'm Audrey. Um, On March 14th this year, I got a call um, that my little brother, Adam, was diagnosed um, with ALL leukemia. And everything changed for us after that. Um, My little brother has six kids that we needed to take care of because he was going to be confined to a hospital room. And um, I immediately went through the process of getting tested to see if I can donate um, cells to him for his transplant because I'm his only full-blooded sibling and it came back that it was only a 50% DNA match to my brother. And I remember being really angry at God, like, I'm the only one that can save him as if I could be his savior. And, but God is so good. Um, he always provides a way. And we got a call that a complete stranger 
is a 99% match to my brother's DNA. Um, <laughs> that can only be explained by that we have an amazing creator that specifically created this person for my brother. Yeah. And um, tomorrow we're just so thankful that we're going to come together as a family to celebrate that Adam's cancer-free. Um, <laughs> Um, so I, I'm just so thankful that God is always who he says he is. And that when you think that there is no way, God has a way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's awesome. Um, I used to have a lot of nosebleeds, especially this time of year. Um, and so usually what happens is I have a nosebleed. And ever since I was a kid, you know, I went to the doctor and they said, you know, put your fingers over it and tip your head back and all this stuff and over the years I just started stuffing tissues up my nose and just it stopped after a while um, well I got up uh, a little while ago a couple mornings ago and um, started having a nosebleed um, and I just I just told it to stop in Jesus name um, and it just stopped and we'll speak continued healing for that from this point forward. Um, my name is Christy, and I'm just giving God thanks today because my dad had stage 4 cancer, um, prostate cancer. And we've been walking through that the last year, and I, I really didn't think I would be standing here today saying that he's alive, and he's healthy, and he's, he's um, overcome this cancer, and he's working, and I'm just giving God all the glory. Yeah. Yeah. My... My grandpa had passed away from it, and half of his brothers had passed away from it. So when we got that kind of call and got that kind of diagnosis, I said, but, Dad, do you know who your healer is? Mm -hmm. So yeah. thank you, God. Thank yes. you, Lord. That's awesome. Thank you. First off, don't start my two minutes yet. Dad, I'm sorry I didn't come to your line. <laughs> I apologize. That's that was my just the son. way it kind of went. I just had to come over here. Um, my name's Joe. I'm his son, if you didn't catch that. Um, and I just want to say first thankful that I'm married for seven months. I'm super happy to my beautiful wife, Anna, over there. I had to throw a shout out. Um, but I just want to say thank. I'm very thankful for what God has brought me through the past year. Um, last year, I played basketball at Cornerstone, and I tore my ACL uh, for the second time in two years. And so my senior year was completely taken away. Um, not only that, it was on the middle of my student teaching um, where my classroom, um, it was the most difficult and hard thing um, I've ever gone through. Having little kids um, swear at you and just call you some things, it's not the best thing to hear from third graders. <laughs> um, but with all that to say, um, I would not be where I am today without those hardships. Um, because I tore my ACL one year ago, I got my first teaching job in a third grade classroom. Because I went through those hardships um, in my student teaching, I'm in a very inner city school. And because of what I went through, I can apply everything I learned from that into here. And I am just so happy where I'm at right now. So. I'm going to cut your one-year rule a little close. 
Uh, <laughs> one, one year. Okay. Um, last year, uh, on uh, November 24th, that was the day right after Thanksgiving, I got in a very bad car accident. And um, if God abided by the laws of physics, I would not be here um, today. I've, I was on the highway, um, and I spun out and hit, hit the median wall, bounced back into traffic, and I was hit by a very large truck um, that was originally headed straight for me in the driver's seat. Um, but I watched as the car moved sideways, as cars are not normally meant to do. Um, there's only one way that could have happened, and that's by the hand of God. And I'm really appreciative and really thankful that he saved my life that day. My name is Peach, and last Thanksgiving I talked about um, that perfect love drives out fear, and I, I thanked everybody, I thanked the pastors, um, and what I've come through this year is that I believe that Jesus has healed my brain. Um, and cleared up the confusion so that I'm not paralyzed in my spiritual walk anymore. Um, that I'm, I've had my, my sight of understanding healed by him, my spiritual understanding. I've had my ears where I hear him more clearly. And even now I, I kind of see something and sense something in my spirit. And I say, Lord, what is that? And then I'll hear something, and he'll direct me. And that's the Holy Spirit in us. And the Holy Spirit's in us. And that the enemy is outside trying to tempt us. And I believe the lie that said, you know, if, if God really loved you, would all these bad things happen to you? But there's a verse that says, we are honored to share in his sufferings. And I can understand that now because when you suffer, you know what Jesus has gone through for you to keep you, to keep me, to keep all of us in his family in heaven. And Jesus showed us his love by dying for us to keep us in the family. And so if you struggle with not having a family now, just have the vision that that's what uh, the God the Father wants for us to stay in the family all together because he loves each one of us. So thank you so much to the pastors and the leadership and the church family. He loves us. Awesome. Thank you. Hello, my name is Amber. Um, last year at my job, my old job, I got hit with a pallet and there was a dent in my head. And I used to have horrible allergies, too. But since I came to this church, a lot of prayer and everything. And I have my dents gone and my allergies are gone. Oh, Jesus. That's a deal. Thank you, Lord. Thank That's you, Jesus. Awesome. That's good. That's a good question. Oh, okay. I... <laughs> My name is Ralna. I usually go to Sunday mornings. I've never been to a Wednesday night, and I had no idea that this was this was. So this is literally kind of off the top of my head. But um, I'm just wanted to say I'm really thankful, um, and that God does do miracles. 
I, uh, so five years ago now, because this is my miracle right here, um, <laughs> we, uh, we had him and uh, he had uh, like a, a blistering rash on his leg and we didn't know what it was, but every time it blistered, it made um, him get a really high fever. So at one month old, we took him into the hospital at 101 fever um, and they um, immediately thought meningitis um, did a spinal tap and it wouldn't work. Uh, they brought in a dermatologist and they, they didn't know what it was. So they ended up doing a biopsy of it and come to find out he um, has a genetic disorder called incontinentia pigmenti, which is, ex is only in females, female babies. So come to find out uh, they thought he had an extra X chromosome, which is how he made it to birth um, because usually they die in the womb. And um, there's no research on boys because boys don't make it. And so uh, long story short, uh, it, it's, a, it's a genetic disorder that affects everything, the hair, the eyes, the teeth, the skin, and the brain. Um, and so they said, you're just going to have to wait and see what happens. So they said if it affected his brain, he would get seizures. Um, if it affected his hair, he wouldn't have any. If it affected his teeth, he wouldn't have those. Um, he had to have his eyes checked. Long story um, short, uh, again, I, I honestly, I, I truly believe, and he does not have an extra X chromosome, which would have led to a whole nother issues um, with more female tendencies through adolescence and things like that. Um, he has an X and a Y like he's supposed to, and the doctor told me when they gave the diagnosis that I don't know what else to tell you, but that he is a miracle. So. <laughs> That's awesome. And he certainly can walk. That's awesome. Yes. He's an act, normal, Lots of hair. active five-year-old. That's awesome. Tell us your name. Hi, I'm Carly. And um, just I want to say thank you, Jesus, because this year has been really hard for my family, but it's also brought us closer together in ways that only I know prayer could have um, healed. Uh, on May 9th, my father had uh, excruciating headaches. It lasted for about two days before I took him to the emergency room, and they diagnosed it as a cold and flu. So we went home that night, and inside I knew I probably should have asked the doctors to do more, um, but I felt like God was telling me that everything was going to be okay. So we went home, and the next day, he went back to the hospital, um, still with a horrible headache, and um, he, was he had three aneurysms in his brain, and one of them was bleeding. So for three days, he was, they were bleeding, and the doctor said he was lucky to be alive and that he didn't have a stroke. So he went to, into emergency surgery, and recovered and has been in the hospital is still in the still in the hospital right now recovering but he is alive and he is well and his relationship with God has um, improved so much and that's what we're thankful for and also thankful for the doctor's hands that fixed his aneurysms he had three or he had three but two were the ones that needed to be treated and they both got treated and now he's healed today in Jesus' name. Thank you, guys. Thank 
you for that testimony. Thank you, Lord. Hi, everybody. My name's Ed. Um, first, I want to say I'm thankful to God for being here today. Um, because if it weren't for God, I would not be. I thought that it's because of me, the things I do, my talent that measures my success, including my success at getting married to a wonderful lady. Um, I'm going to do short, short form 1040 EZ tonight about that, because I could easily make this a long form. Uh, but I think the first thing I need to say is this is not all about me. This is all about God, first of all. And this is dedicated to my wife, Carol. And she's here tonight, and she brought me here. And I have everything to thank for her and God. Um, a while ago, I got married to her. And I thought it was because of my talent, my good looks, my... <laughs> Uh, how hard I work. I work 12-hour days because I thought if I work that hard, um, I'll be a success and it'll make the marriage work. Uh, the exact opposite happened. Uh, I didn't succeed at keeping my job. Um, got another job. God provides. <laughs> um, but one lesson I learned is that it's not all about me. It's about God. God brought Carol back to me. He brought her to me the first, in the first place. And everything I've got to do in doing life is because of God. And I thank God for everything. And thank you for letting me say this tonight. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Hi, I just wanted to share, if anybody feels like there's something that God can't do for you with your finances, you need to ask God because you'd be really surprised. My husband and I moved here um, from Memphis five years ago now, and we have a three-year-old son now, and I stayed at home. I couldn't bear to leave the little guy because he's the greatest blessing I've ever had besides my husband, and we were living in an apartment, and it was really nice. We loved it. We made it everything that it could be. But my heart desperately wanted a home. I never got a house of myself until I was 28 years old, so last year. I'm not 30 for a little while longer. Uh, but we put in for a mortgage thinking there was no way in the world, just my husband working so hard, and somebody came back to us with a yes. I thought it was spam. And I was like, fine, we'll go look at a house. And we put in an offer. They told us, you know, nobody is really probably going to get it for less than what it was listed at. And we somehow lost the bid. And we were really discouraged. And I still felt like God had it for us. And so we just waited. And I prayed my heart out to that Do It Again song. So it makes me cry every time. And... We got a call back that we actually did get the bid. Um, somebody else's funding didn't go through. So I don't know how we got so lucky. Um, it took three months and a lot of emotional roller coastering. But we've been there since 
a week from today. So we did get a house. I hope it happens for you if you need it. What's up, man? How you doing? Can you tell everybody your name? My name's Ben, and I used to have a gluten and dairy diet because I used to have pains in my stomach for two years. So after the two years, uh, a couple months later, I tried gluten, but it still didn't work, so I still had to do another three years, and then it worked. So right now, you're glute, you're, you can eat gluten? And dairy? Awesome. Hang on, buddy. Hang on a minute. Okay, this is a big one. Um, will you help me with something? Okay. So, how many of you have food allergies? Stand up, please. Food there you go. You got food allergies. Today. Or intolerance. All right. You, do you have an idea what's going to happen? No? Can you pray for them? What if I tell you what to say? Okay, cool, because God healed you, and the same way that he healed you, he can heal everyone else. And you have the faith that he can heal because he did it for you. Mm -hmm. So here we go. This is what it's going to look like. Just say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Food intolerance. Food intolerance. Food allergy. Food allergy. Go now. Go now. Leave the body. Leave the body. Please all of these bodies. In Jesus' name. Be healed. Amen. Thank you, buddy. Amen. Amen. We got time for two more. If you get up here, somebody, two more. Hi, my name is Stephen. I've been uh, taking sleeping pills since I was 13 years old, and uh, I finally gave my life to God two weeks ago. Yes, praise Jesus. Yes. I gave everything to him. I love him so much. And the last week or so, I haven't been able to sleep that well. And I've been praying, and people have been praying over me. And this last week, I threw all my sleeping pills away, and I actually got to sleep for the first time in 13 years. Wow. Thanks. Now what's your first name? My name is Nicole, and my husband and my family normally come on Wednesdays here. Um, I know I'm only supposed to say a year, but I'm a, okay. I'm a redhead, so I kind of break the rules. Um, I have dealt with anxiety for quite some time. About six years ago, um, I went to my husband and kind of felt like I was out of my mind. I just felt like I was in a dream, um, just kind of walking through life, feeling lost, like I didn't belong anywhere. Um, I worked for the state of Michigan and kind of just felt like a body outside of my body. So I would go to work and I would just sit there and just a daze. And people would look at my external appearance and say, I really wish I could be like you. You're so happy. You're so outgoing. You can talk to anybody, but internally, I was just, I was dead. I felt like a prisoner in my own body, and I told my husband, I said, I'm, I'm honestly to the point of taking my life. I can't do this anymore, but I had two children and a phenomenal husband that fought me through, and we ended up here, and I met this gentleman, 
and I text him and his wife and just said, like, I need help or I'm, I'm going to be gone. And through the grace of God, I am no longer on my medication. I am finally laughing freely and not through medication. I am so thankful for my husband for believing in me and pushing me through and bringing me back through these doors and showing me my true home and where I believe and give other people hope that if you deal with anxiety or depression, don't give up. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and you will fight through it. Just ask God to take those demons from you and ask God to just free you from those chains and be who you're here to be and walk through God's grace. Amen. 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 That is powerful. Amen. Thank you. Well, tonight we've heard many amazing testimonies of the goodness of God and how he takes incredibly difficult situations and turns them around. Romans 8.28 says that all things work together for our good, even the crummy stuff works together for our good. So I'm just, I'm thankful for that verse. That is a, a, a cornerstone verse. He's not the source of it, but boy, he can turn it around. Amen. So would you stand with me? We're going to close in prayer. And I just want to pray over all of us as we go um, from this place and as we go to wherever we're going to go and, 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 and the different things we're going to be doing over the next few days. Father, we love you and we thank you that you have a plan for each and every one of us. That, Father, your plan is perfect. Your plan is good. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for good and not harm, to prosper you, to not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. And Father, we thank you that you order each and every one of our steps, that you, as you order them, Father, the long term is always good. No matter what happens, no matter where we go, no matter how many times we stumble, no matter how many different things and obstacles are across our path, we thank you, Father, that in the end, it's good because you are good. And we grab a hold of that and we thank you for it. We thank you, Father, that even as we leave this place, as we go to wherever we're going, we thank you that the angel of the Lord encamps round about us and delivers us as we travel, keep calamity, accidents, and other breakdowns far from us. Give us level paths for our feet to walk on. Father, we ask for favor in relationships. Father, where there's potential conflict, we, we ask, Father, that you would just cover with love and that you would cover with mercy and that there would be the blood of the cross would bring peace to that conflict. Colossians 1.20 says that the blood of the cross brings peace peace and reconciliation between God and man and among men. We thank you for the blood of the cross that brings reconciliation and relationships tomorrow as we meet people and as we're with people. We thank you, Father, that you are near to the lonely. Father, we pray for those that don't have anywhere to go, that don't have the family to, to gather. We thank you that you are near to them and that, Father, you 
you provide families for those without families. And Father, we thank you for your goodness and your grace. We thank you for your mercy. And we're so thankful that you love us. We're thankful most of all for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As we go from this place, I want to just say, have an awesome rest of the evening and have a great day and a safe weekend. God bless.